0: Hello, and welcome to another episode of The Waste Book's Appendices. Anyway, this one's called Appendix 003. It's with uh, Waste friend and uh, Navy pilot in training, Brian Nichols. Brian is the brother of Dan Nichols and... Uh, He's in Pensacola, Florida right now in training, learning how to fly planes for the U.S. government, which is cool. Brian and I know each other from way back. Uh, We were in a high school band together called The Forestry, which you can actually find on Spotify. I don't know if you want to listen to it, but um, it was like both of our kind of first real bands that we were in. And uh, we got real close and spent a lot of time together. So it was fun to catch up with him. Uh Brian is a real interesting guy, kind of a good old boy. As you'll hear, he's got a great sense of storytelling, good sense of humor, and um a nice voice. I don't know, it's kind of fun. He's a big Bruce Springsteen fan. Um so I've stuck one of his sort of demos that Brian wrote at the end. It's got a nice Springsteen type flavor. Um, but yeah, anyway, Brian and I talk about uh, his training, flying, what it's like flying a fucking plane. Um, also talk about some music, uh, discipline, and uh, tell some jokes. Hopefully it's interesting. Um, also, I wanted to note, um, my style with doing this is might be kind of scrappy. Um, Brian and I were in a hot tub for this. So you can hear us moving around. We kind of chill out after a minute or two. And then there are fewer water sounds, but water sounds are kind of nice. So you can, like, do your alms to it, hold on to your amethyst, um, really picture the water going going through your body. Just kidding. If you want to check out our website, waste-division.org, go there, and you can see... Um, some of the work that we put out, you can also go to Patreon.com. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N, dot com, and search for Waste Division, or I believe it's Patreon.com/slash Waste Division, and you can sign up for one dollar a month or uh, up to twenty-five or thirty bucks a month, and receive packages of various sizes, from like a sticker or band button at the one dollar level up to like vinyls, posters, um, some photography prints and other kind of larger items that we send in the bigger bundles. Um, So if you're interested in that, go to uh, patreon.com slash waste division or waste-division.org. All right, thanks for listening. This is me and Brian talking about planes and shit. Waste.
1: Waste. 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 Books! (laughs) Appendix. Definitely spend the money on jet fuel.
2: Mm. <laughs> just kidding.
1: <laughs> right. They might. Have they, you heard about the... There's like this military airspace. It's the same thing I was just describing. It's called the MOA. Military occupational uh, uh, airspace, I believe. Okay. And uh, they're, they're always expanding this MOA around here. And it's <laughs> driving the farmers crazy because the pilots are doing low flybys over their land and making their cows anxious. Right. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Huh. But, dude, yes, there are times, like, the job sucks, and it's like, you have a 6 a.m. brief. Like, the brief is before the flight. It's like an oral exam, basically, about what you're about to go do in the flight. And if you're, like, wrong over and over again, you fail. You just won't even... It's called a ready room unsat. Ready room down, and uh, it's bad. And I, obviously, I don't
0: have any of them. But so that means like you take paper tests before you fly, and if you fuck up the paper test, basically just you an oral fly.
1: exam. Like you, it's a oh. PowerPoint. Pre- I thought I was done with PowerPoint, and I have to set up a PowerPoint. <laughs> and there's like, <clears throat> you know, it starts with like what time it is, air crew like me and lieutenant whatever, what time we're taking off, what time we're coming back, our call sign, and then it's like discuss items. You know, it'll be like. Uh, It'll be like engine failure in flight Which I mean I just have to like describe to this instructor Like what we're gonna do if we get an engine failure On mm-hmm. this flight And just like there'll be one that's like uh, Landing with Greater than 15 knot crosswinds mm-hmm. You know and we'll just go over and over And he'll quiz me about stuff to see if I'm reading Like the We call it the NATOPS it's like the instruction manual On the plane and mm. it's uh, this thick It's ridiculous mm. but So this happened and it's about an hour and a half And that's where the, like the grades come in If you fuck that up and you have a shitty flight Like you're failed But mm. if you do good on that And you suck at the flight Like you're probably okay Oh It's The brief's a big deal And that's True. when they ask you The emergency shit And if you don't know that They're like Fuck Sorry brother
2: Yeah
1: um, But So that's a lot of work And if you I always get 6am briefs And you have to get yeah. there An hour before that oh, To like God. set it up You gotta draw shit on the board And get the oh, powerpoint wow. ready So you gotta get to work At 5am I mean, I have to wake up at like I always wake up at 4:20 because it's like blazing, but but it's ridiculous because it's this is a military base we're talking about, you know. And I get there before it opens. I have to watch these people like in camos open up the base for me yeah. to get there. I roll in like drinking monsters and shit because I'm like so tired. Yeah. They just assume that if you you oh if you go to bed at seven you get ten hours you know and it's like but I can't just tell my body. To, like, yeah. shut off and yeah. sleep. I will go to bed at 7, but I always stay awake till, like, midnight in yeah. bed, and it's miserable. Yeah. So these are horrible experiences. So I end up flying <laughs> with no sleep at all and stressed. Mm. Oh. The amount of stress Jeez. that is involved is unimaginable. But as soon as that brief is over and they're like, okay, go put your gear on, uh, see you in maintenance. In 10 yeah. minutes, we go, like, sign for the plane, you know, and get the fuel card. That's cool. Carrying a government card with fucking jet fuel. I did that with the force. sweet. With the truck. So it wasn't the same. Yeah, yeah, but it's still awesome. Uh (laughs) I'll, yeah, I'll get to this eventually. I have a good point about jet fuel that is awesome. Mm -hmm. And so you get to the plane and it's, it's sweet, man. Like it's, it's like fun as shit until like the first time I flew and like the canopy, like our plane is basically like a small fighter jet with a uh, propeller, a turbo propeller. And you, it's all good. And you know, you feel good and you got your helmet and like the mask on and then you close the canopy and it's like quiet, it's like dead silent now The canopy's shut and it's like shit got real yeah. You know, if I puke, I'm puking all over oh. this canopy And uh, <laughs> and people do, but not your old dad And yeah. um, it's it's real at that point, you know And you are just like, your brain power gets about cut in half And oh. the instructors know that, like you are an idiot Oh when you, There's so much to do That's awesome there, There's just so much to do Every time Like they'll see me With my head down With my little whiz wheel Doing math And be like Hey brother I know you're busy Like take two and a half And just like just Let's just chill Like take a look outside We're good mm-hmm. And just like Look around hmm. Like this is awesome They're mm-hmm. like Alright back to work You little mm-hmm. bastard mm-hmm. You know But they're they're hmm. like You know Enjoy this You're getting paid Mm-hmm. You know, we're going to go buzz through the coast, you know, low as shit. Far And, out. and, and it's cool. They get it, you know. They're like, right. you know, enjoy it, man. Yeah. Huh. And uh, sometimes, though, you get, like, real high up there. and You got this list of things you're supposed to accomplish in the flight. And oh. And they're like... Hmm. Like what? Well, just different maneuvers. and yeah. Stalls, spins. Uh-huh. And the uh, spins are sketch, but, like, they're huh. cool.
0: <laughs> like a barrel roll or Oh, uh,
1: yeah. Spin? Those are, like, aer- spins are, is a stall, oh. so you have no lift. Yeah. And you... As soon as you stall, you just kick one of the rudder pedals mm-hmm. as far as you can, mm-hmm. and your plane will just dump, just like, yeah. its nose just falls right over, and you just spin, and you oscillate oh. and oscillate, and you get going... Wait, wait, you, feel you spin them. laterally? Yeah, you spin just like like this, Really? but going downwards, because you have no lift. Oh my god. And it, it's sketch, like... <laughs> you
0: can pull out of that kind of yeah,
1: thing? Yeah, it's really easy, but they make us do it a gazillion times, you yeah. know, and... So you kind of get like disoriented But I've literally done it and not even noticed The earth spinning because mm. I'm so focused On the instruments in front of me Because they want you to like They're training us to where if the pilot is such an idiot That I could talk him out Of this spin mm. You know and, like literally as this I'm spinning like probably like You know two times for five seconds mm-hmm. You know I, I'm looking at like the air at like 40 knots uh, altitude 2500 feet You know and, like mm vertical speed 0 Oil oh, no pressure looks good you know full you know full power opposite rudder and then we break out of it and it's like all good but it's like wow and it's crazy you're like talking yourself through it and doing so it at the same time
0: is the like cuz i'm thinking the analog ride is like driver's ed where there's somebody right. who has some control of the car too
1: yeah he, can, yeah, he can. he
2: mm-hmm.
0: can. But like, he he give you he'll give you a
1: while. You yeah. can, you'd be surprised how long it takes. You know, it's so you like could sixteen floating thousand around.
0: Thing. Yeah,
2: yeah.
1: We yeah, dude. We Shit. do out of control flight. And we do. Oh, wow. uh, simulated engine failure yeah. landings all the time. Like my first one, I was like, okay, he's just joking. Like we're gonna, we're gonna pretend the engine's oh, done. Oh my you know? god! But like, we're gonna like. Right before the runway, we're gonna like it's you design. know we're gonna yeah, yeah we're gonna pull up and you know not do this yeah. and he's like oh oh no like, you got it your controls like, oh my god and it's like holy shit you know because it's it's like if I fuck this up I will kill us yeah <laughs> but the thing is when they're when it you're costs in the
0: U S government a lot of money <laughs> yeah.
1: But when yeah. you're in the front seat, you know, because he's behind you and you can't see what he's doing, Yeah. I just assume he's got my back on the controls, Ready. you know, and if I'm not giving it enough something,
0: he is. So how does that system work? Does his controls, like, if does he have a switch where he could just take over? No,
1: or? it's, uh, they both work the same. Yeah. So, like, if I was, like, stronger than him, mm. I could overpower really? him. Really? Oh. Yeah. And uh-huh. so there's, like, little rules, you know, about it. Like, when you transfer him, he'll say, like, you have the controls, and I'll say, uh-huh. I have the controls, and say, uh-huh. you have the controls. Three-way, uh, shit. Oh. It's really funny, like. You yeah. have controls My controls Your controls <laughs> But uh That's the best feeling in the world And they go Your controls Oh My controls Yeah Oh so good uh. But um Yeah dude You like run You'll land the plane With no engine You know Oh shit and it, like, No engine no, it's on but it's like it's at a level so that's co- simulated to be the same as if it was off and yeah. we don't touch it like oh and we don't touch the throttle we we so you land, can it, land
0: a plane if it's like coasting down yeah that's we we oh. do it
1: so we do it like every wow. single time so yeah. we like if that shit happens like we're good dude sure. like we can right. no doubt but huh. yeah it, it feels so good when they'll just be like what do you want to do But we got a uh, block of, you know, we'll just talk to air traffic control and be like, will you give us a block of airspace that we can do anything in? And they are like, go for it. Wow. And we just, like, we'll take it. And just, what do you want to do? And I'm like, loops, aileron rolls, uh, half cube and eights. And we'll just, like, we're your controls, my control.
0: And we just, like. So when that happens, is this stuff that's, like. You're doing for fun That you're working on On your own Pretty much yeah Yeah Cause they're they they're like The instructors
1: are like Four or five years older than me Right and most of them are just bros yeah. You know And they're like They have this shit They're supposed to grade me on But if you're doing good They're like Hey man Look your grades are fine Let's go Let's go right. up to the MOA And let's let's, let's have some fun dude yeah. Like let's do it Wow And it's really It's really cool
0: Right It's a fun time And uh So if you're killing it And doing like all your exercises And they're like Hey you're ahead of shit Like do you have stuff you want to go fuck with? You yeah, like, yes. yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Wow. Like, one time, we were like, huh. we do this a lot, and it's awesome. In the Mobile, they have this thing called Battleship Park, where there's a lot of old World War II battleships park, and there's actually a, a shipyard where they build new Navy warships, mm. and it's right by a airport called Mobile Downtown, which, Mobile has two big airports. This one's the smaller one, mm. and we go fuck around there all the time because mm-hmm. so they're cool with us, mm. and, uh... I'll just be like, uh, Mobile Downtown Tower, Cat 1-2, request Battleship Departure. That's uh, just the way you talk on the radio. I'll be like, yep. Cat 1-2, uh, Battleship Departure approved. Uh, frequency change approved. And uh, so, like, I just... <laughs> and there's always, like, Southerners down there. It's so funny. Battleship Departure approved for Cat 1-2. Mm-hmm. You know? And that's, like, our call sign, Cat 1-2. Mm-hmm. That's like, who I am in the air. Okay. And uh, it's so sweet, dude. These, like, World War II planes are an actual national park. And Or not planes, uh, ships. It's mm-hmm. so like people just, tourists go on them, and I fly lower than shit. Oh. You know, as fast and loud as possible. Really? Oh. Over this battleship and do whatever. And oh. And you can't really see the people below. Because yeah. you're like maybe 1,500, 2,000 feet. But you sure. just know if they're in Alabama and they're touring a battleship, you know, they probably think it's something else to get buzzed by a Navy plane. <laughs> and I just like... It makes you feel so good to just, like, fly over this battleship, you know, that, like, blew the hell out of Japanese ships in World War II, you know? (laughs) And it's, like, I was born for this moment. Like, I was born to fly this airplane over this this fucking battleship. Like, it doesn't... It will never get better than this. Like, this is the best thing I could ever do. (laughs) It's so awesome, like... And, you know, even when you're having a rough flight and you look in the rearview mirror of your plane, there's, like, these little rearview mirrors. Oh, really? And oh. Yeah. And you, like, see yourself and you're, like, look like fucking Darth Vader. Mm-hmm. You know, with all this gear on, you're like... Sure. This could be worse. <laughs> right. That's one thing. I never took any... I'm not a picture guy. I didn't uh-huh. take any selfies while I was flying this plane. Yeah. Which is a bummer because... Like, you look so badass in all this, like, gear. Like, there's, like, all these knives and, like, radios that could, mm. like, summon the Air Force mm-hmm. search parties on you. And, right. And instead, we're, like, me and the instructor are like, just call me. You know, bring your phone. And if we eject, <laughs> we'll just call each other. Even though we've got all these fucking really? radios. Oh, yeah. that's super funny. <laughs> it cracks me up. Yeah, you've got all these radios that will summon the Air Force. And they're, like, just give me a call. Just use your iPhone. Yeah, give you, use your, bring your phone. Uh, it's funny. But, um, yeah, dude, it, it's a... Uh, Beautiful thing People Uh Should feel that way I would love To be able to like Fly someone in that plane Mm. Because it is It's like the ultimate In freedom dude Mm. It is just awesome I bet And I'm mad I'm not gonna do Any more flying Until I Get wings I'm only in simulators From now on
0: So I was wondering about That sort of freedom And something that you Probably fantasized A lot about I did Uh Right, with this whole thing was being able to go up in the sky and do whatever. and
1: I would just dream about that. And, right. like, you know, you get to Pensacola and you wait months to start. And then you fly, like, Cessna 172s, mm. you know, which are just, like, a lawnmower Small. with yeah. a <laughs> propeller on the front. You don't do anything, like, cool in it. But it's still, like, okay, I'm, I'm good enough at this to be, like, okay with myself. And then sure. you just... Weight again and you go to school and it sucks and it's mm. only the like survival, you know, like swimming with your gear on and getting dunked in a fake mm. helicopter. Oh. Which I get stuck in. That was an interesting one. Oh. And uh it's terrible. Like they teach they make you like tread water for like fifteen minutes yeah. in your gear, you right. know, and which is really heavy. I'm sure. But that's the tough stuff or the tough stuff is like not flying, you know. Every time I'm not flying, I'm like, This sucks. And then when you like get to fly it's like dude this is right i dreamt about this when i before i could speak english and it feels good
0: so you do it right so you talked about this a little bit when you said like when thing closes the first time Mm -hmm. you're inside and like oh Oh, the canopy yeah yeah so like i'm just trying to think about more deeply like your first moment uh of like because right we talked about i think this was off tape but like we talked about how in college, you obsessively, like, we would hang out and party, and you would partake, but then you would go and fuck with a flight simulator while we were watching YouTube videos and shit. Great times. You're right, and you had great times. So I'm just wondering, like, all that time you spent, like, not participating in, like, social activities and, like, going <laughs> to do your own thing and having fun, for sure. Yeah. Um, But, like, it was something you were working on, and then that must have been, like, some kind of feeling to be up... With the thing closed and, like, you know, that idea oh. of, like, your controls. Like, yes, I'm wondering about the f- your, your first time that you went through and you're like, holy fuck, I'm about to fu- fly a fucking plane. And I don't know yeah. if it was as intense as it was no, with, it, like, the fighters it, that you're it talking about. Or? It would
1: have been crazier if I got to start in the Navy one. Like, they made a start, like, in the civilian Cessnas, which was oh, still... It right. was still sweet, though, because I, I just, like, I had a feeling that, like, I was just going to, like, be in intuitive at it because I literally like I I know you saw it but I kept telling people that I like all I did was practice this bullshit and they're like whatever I was like I'm serious though like I did I'm kind of sick so (laughs) let's
0: draw this out like you in school would or you know when we were in school and we'd hang out you had a closet (laughs) that was sick with like your headphones and your headset and like Christmas lights Christmas lights multiple (laughs) monitors Multiple monitors Your control stick Like yeah. the joystick Throttles and So you'd go there And work on this stuff Yeah But yeah keep going
1: And so I'd do that And when we got to Pensacola You know And everyone can assume They're all on the same starting point Because none of us Have ever done this Right You know uh, And it's like How do you feel about this And I'd be like Great mm-hmm. <laughs> i like, Why Because like, I've been flying like Every I've been day. landing 747s on aircraft carriers while drunk on a flight simulator, <laughs> you know, which isn't even possible in real life, you know, sure. but I'm like, hey, I got the wheels on it, you right. know, like, that's pretty ridiculous. That's not meant to do that. So right. I was like, dude, I, I know I'm pretty good at this. I've always been a very coordinated person and I, I don't want to make it like a, a douchebag like I'm so cool thing because it's not. I'm like, I'm pretty lame. I'm very much not the best at this at all. Sure. But um, the fact is a lot of the naval officers are dorks. You know, it is what it is. Yeah. You know, they're, they're just, like, they're extremely smart, way smarter than I could ever hope to be. Sure. And they've got that on me. But I've got athleticism usually on them mm. and, like, coordination. And I, it's not, mm-hmm. like, a, you know, me being cool. It just is. I always have had those things. I've sure. always been good at sports. Right. And, like, I just have that. And I was like, dude, you need that. Like, that's the, I will never have to worry about, like, the physicality of, like, landing or flying a plane. That's always going to be easy for me. Like, mm-hmm. doing what the plane, I want it to do is not hard. Right. Like thinking about like how much fuel I have left, and you know how much glide I can get if my engine fails. You're mm. gonna be better than me at that, but I mm. will like beat your ass at flying the plane. Mm. But you know, it's just everyone else is gonna be better than me at that, but I'm sure. gonna be better at you know what you're controlling at. it. Yeah. I'm a good driver, you know. Like sure. it just is what it is, and that's how she goes the way of the road, Bubs, as the Trailer <laughs> Park Boys would say. <laughs> but. um, yeah, dude, it was crazy. I was really good at flying those Cessnas around, and we just, you know, go over Alabama and fly over cotton fields that, you know, <laughs> you could just tell the Civil War happened at, Yeah. I just want to listen to Neil Young so bad, <laughs> and you, know, you can't listen to the music in the airplane, which, can't. which I did. This was great. Uh, I got to solo that plane, and so... Oh, so you have flown alone. Yeah, I've flown oh. alone for sure, oh. and <laughs> as soon as someone else was out of the plane, I was like, iPod. And just down,
2: <laughs> I listened to Jason... Are you going to get
0: in trouble for this if I publish it?
2: Uh, pff,
1: bro, who cares? <laughs> Fuck. I, I listened to Jason Isbell, because you know, uh-huh. cause he writes the most beautiful songs I've heard since Bruce Springsteen. <laughs> and uh, I can't remember what song I was listening to. Oh, it was Decoration Day. Uh-huh. You know the Drive-By Trucker song? Uh-uh. Okay, it's it's called Decoration... And it's a Jason Isbell song and song-writed, uh, <laughs> song-written. Yeah. Um, and he so- has this line, you know, where he says... Uh, like, I've got family in Mobile Bay, oh. and I was flying over the Mobile Bay, and I just had, mm. like, dreams. I was like, I, like, the drive-by truckers and Jason Isbell, I was, like, really listening to a lot of them at the time, and I still do, because I think that's some of the best shit there is, sure. and, um... Uh, I was just, I'd love to drive to Alabama to go fly and listen to, like, the drive-by truckers. Like, yeah. Leonard Skinner, you know? it Just, like, put me in the mood. Like, I'm going to put aviators on, jam the drive-by truckers, and drive out to the middle of nowhere and, like, fly planes. This right. is aw- I'm getting paid. You know? I was like, this is awesome. <clears throat> and, uh, so I just... So how like,
0: long would you go out alone and fly fucking around?
1: I only did it once, but it was, like, an hour. Uh-huh. And just listen to... Jason Isbell and the Drive By Truckers, you know, because like when you talk on the radio, it's like a microphone that only picks up your like immediate, you know, yeah, right on your lips. And so I I didn't worry about it, and it was it's just real faint in the distance because that that airplane just sounds like, and it was cool. I sometimes uh, I didn't do this when I was by myself, but when it's hot as shit in the summer down there, like it was, I just opened the door of this airplane in the air. Yeah, in the air. Uh, it was Is that against
0: regulations?
1: Yes, <laughs> but the instructor, the people who like flew with us, were like, my instructor was younger than me. They go to you know how Rocky has like that aviation program. Mm-hmm. Well, if you okay, Rocky has an aviation program, and you like get, Rocky
0: Mountain
2: College. Yeah,
1: and you get your your instructor's license there, and oh. and it doesn't mean much. You can teach someone how to like fly a very basic airplane, like, sure. Because those guys who are our instructors were working on other. Like certifications, like they were learning from other people, but they had enough, you know, time and experience to teach us how to fly a Cessna 172. Right. And uh, (laughs) it was sweet though, because they were like younger than me or my age, you know, and they would be, they just whatever you want to do, man, you know. Right. And it it was just an awesome time. All the classes at that point of flight school were at home on the computer, and I had to do this thing called online muster. We have this thing in the the Navy called muster. Which is like the same thing as go to base, sign your name, and you're good to go for the day. Yeah. We call it muster, and that was how it worked on this online system. You had to wake up before seven and like muster online, so they oh. knew you were alive, <laughs> and you had to get done like whatever amount of academic. Le- it was like online college, you yeah. know, and you know you'd have to go in on a Friday and show your face so they'd know you're alive. Yeah, it was awesome. Cool. I love working that way. I can work by myself. I don't yeah. group study. Yep. Like at home on my bed, do like, click through PowerPoint slides. Like right. I will get it. I love that shit.
2: Uh-huh.
1: And my, having my reward, be like taking command of a small airplane was just, mm. uh, is awesome. Mm-hmm. Is everything I'd hoped it would be, and That's it was even better nice. once you get to the the cool Navy planes, mm-hmm. which are so much more complex. Right. We had like ten times or eleven times as much power. Hmm. As it showed, it was mm-hmm. just. Amazing Mm -hmm. My uh, partner who flew Cestas with me Was a girl Shout out to Carol Co If she ever hears this Her name was just Carol Co Mm C-O-E I loved her dude Carol is the coolest woman I've ever met Mm -hmm. So cool Mm -hmm. And she would damn near Kill us every day Mm. I have videos of it I'll show you after this Phil We'd be You could see the airstrip We'd be like on a final approach Just bouncing all over the place Mm -hmm. In the wind And sometimes she'd just Start screaming While she's flying Just ah Oh shit They're like Nichols You're oh. <laughs> gonna kill us <laughs> Oh my god And I would always laugh Cause I knew the instructor Had our backs yeah. You know It was awesome That's great The women in aviation Are cool as hell huh. They really are But I think Carol Might be the only straight one. Oh yeah That I know That's but, funny But Carol's cool as shit
2: uh-huh.
1: hmm. Good times dude everyone should experience that amount of freedom <laughs> just a super capable airplane yeah. and the freedom to just say like go for it yeah. let her rip that's let my favorite rip. thing let Get her, her rip. For a rip bud. it feels so good it, <laughs> it's just oh and like i you, you know they never know who the guy you're flying with like some of them flew like jumbo jets some of them were like fighter pilots most of them were helo guys mm-hmm. helicopter people mm. And the fighter pilot guys Are so cool Like I was like sir what was it like to fly a harrier It was one of those ones that takes off vertically Off mm-hmm. carriers and then just goes You know mm. And he's like oh I'll tell you what uh, It was like college man I'd wake up I'd go eat breakfast with my homies And we'd go lift weights or something And then we'd go bomb the Taliban <laughs> And we'd play Halo or something <laughs> And I was like, sir, that sounds pretty close to, like, my life. You know, I don't play a lot of video (laughs) games, but he's like, yeah, it's great. And I was like, are you married? And he's like, yeah. I I, I tell you what, I miss my kids. He's like, my wife, I mean, not so much. He's like, I did before I had kids, but, you know, I can go a while without seeing my (laughs) wife, but I did miss my kids. And you just get to bullshitting with these guys, and you realize they're not much different than you. Oh. And you, uh you spend a lot of time in like private airports with them in between flights where everything is free if you buy fuel you get I'll tell you about this after this story but you know he's like well if you seem pretty interested in like the fighter jet community and you know which I'm not I don't want to do fighter jets but he's like why don't we go do some of that shit, you know? We got all our activities done for the day. Yeah. And so we'd go like fly over trains. Which is awesome. And this dude is like a reservist. You know, he flies for American every day. And oh. he just has to come to the Navy on oh, in wow. Pensacola to get his damn ten hours a week or whatever. Right. Or a month and far out. But dude, these private airports, this is like the, a really good part, is that there's no security. Like when we land somewhere, like we just taxi to uh, like a place you can get fuel and you get out there and they have restaurants inside of these places. Mm-hmm. They've got rental cars. Oh. They've got like Starbucks machines that like grind the coffee you want and then make you a cup. Uh-huh. All, everything's free because there's just this um, like unbelievable amount of money in fuel and yeah. private airport. Like Edwards oh. is one of those up here. Yeah. So I guarantee that like, you know, that Navy jet we saw earlier today, you know, he, they're probably just <laughs> pulled over here got gas, ate a bunch of free, like, pretty good food at Edwards, you know, got everything they could out of it, maybe took a rental car and, you know, dicked around in town for a while, went back, didn't cost a dime. And you put on
0: the government fuel card? Yep. It's a freaking
1: awesome thing, especially when you're, like, decked out in cool-ass gear. Mm -hmm. I was in Tallahassee, (laughs) and, no, I was in New Iberia, Louisiana, and there's, like, all these civilian, like... Uh, private jets, you know, and we just
0: stopped off there. Yeah. We
1: just stopped for gas Uh and just park our Navy plane next to theirs was sick. And you like hop out of there and everyone you see in this building, you know, is like a rich ass white person who's got a private jet. Yeah. And me and my instructor Hmm. just like got like G suits on and helmets and visors and masks Mm -hmm. and all this cool shit. And we're like the brokest people in this place, you know, which, and we're still like do doing pretty well for ourselves. You know, but it and it's cool. Like the the girls working, the yeah. counter who are like my age, like you can tell that it's just like these chicks probably like think I'm fucking awesome right mm. now. And I'm just a douche, but you know like <laughs> I look like Maverick right now. Like I'm every mm. girl's dream mm. right now. I it you feel that way and then they come and give you free food. You know, our special is this tonight. You want one, That's sir? Amazing. And it's like yes I do. Yeah, and you just get this five star service, and it's all just because Uncle Sam is willing to pay for our jet fuel.
0: It's awesome. It's, it should be experienced by more people. It is. It's great. It's funny. It reminds me of a musician lifestyle in some ways. Where yeah, like, you have gigs, and it brings you places. Yeah, you show up, and you get to eat and drink for free, and like usually your gas is paid for. Yeah, dude. We I don't pay a dime. And, right. Ever. And you perform, like, a really specific task that, like... Yeah. Right? Cause it's funny, because there's people in the area that could do what you're doing, but sometimes you get hired out to do yeah things from out of town, and so, like, all of a sudden you have a reason to be somewhere. Yes. And it's to work, but then when you're not working, it's, like, so weird just to find yourself in this weird place to be like, oh, I was just doing this thing with these people I know, like, in a band, right? Like, yeah, I know yeah. These people but then like all of a sudden we're in this new place and yes a really shit that we get to hang out really cool experience
1: like that was uh like my friend his name's uh, Eric Wickham his dad was a air force pilot and so Eric grew up in Great Falls at Malmstrom but he's moved all over the place he associates more of his hometown with Alabama mm. but he's the man dude and we're homies at OCS and he's just a goofball and loves Montana, God bless him I love that guy And, you know, it was like only a few months It's probably three months after we graduated OCS together And we said goodbye in Newport We were in Alabama, flying small airplanes around You know, and I, I could hear him on the radio And I could be like, Wickham, is that And I are like, Skyhawk, uh, one, nine, or seven Uh is that you, Wickham? He'd <laughs> be like, "Roger that." <laughs> <It's Wickham. laughs>
0: so that's definitely some like. And that's bacon. that's awesome. It's like, dude,
1: these bastards trust us to fly air. I barely like me and Wickham are homies. We're beer drinking buddies. We hang out most days of the week, you know. <laughs> and here we are, flying crop dusting ass little planes in Foley, Alabama, mm. you know. And it's like, this is great. And this is awesome. This is what it means, dude. This is what like I joined the military for, not to like fucking kill people, right. But to get like some awesome ass like shit I want to do out of it. Like I've all I want to fly planes that are that badass, mm. so bad. And doing it is just like the fruition feels mm. like amazing. It's better than any sex there has ever been. <laughs> it is. It feels so good my dad would be the best pilot who's ever lived mm. and there's all these things about how like they'll tell you something air traffic control, and you have to read back everything they said and I'm like kind of a space cadet. I make Dan look bad he's a bad space cadet I'm you know bad, but way better than him, yeah, I still so say like cat one two turn right one six zero climb and maintain seven thousand I'll be like cat one two right one six zero climb and maintain seven thousand mm-hmm. and it, like that's hard for me To remember that mm. many numbers mm-hmm. In a row mm-hmm. And my dad has like Memorized your mm. phone number Like Eric's phone number Like there's He'll tell you what day That like you were born Probably Yeah And he has no reason To do that But he yeah. just does He's just a numbers guru And yeah. he was like reading When he was like a baby Sure And it, I, I just always think of that I'm like my <laughs> fucking dad He would be better at that's this funny. Than me you know That little bastard <laughs> Freaking Har Har Dude Har and Colleen are the best people I feel really bad That like some people Don't like love their parents Like mm. I don't know man Like when I come home to Billings And I just do nothing And stay at home mm-hmm. I don't like did Not enjoy that yeah. at all You know and like A lot of people are like That's lame But my favorite person To drink beer with Is my dad mm. And we just like to watch The Mariners lose together <laughs> <laughs> And we like the same shit And like Dude I just I If I was like half the person my dad is, I'd be pumped, dude. Mm -hmm. Like, he just has done so much shit and doesn't ever talk about it. Like, I didn't pay a dime for college, and you know, I'm only where I am because Mm -hmm. like freaking Har was like, you know, I didn't get to do this, Mm -hmm. and I I love that dude. He's so cool. Yeah, so cool.
0: I just love that dude. Yeah, he just blue collar went and yeah, he he did it.
1: It was way harder for him than it was for me. Mm-hmm. He's had that job since he's like eighteen. Right, that's some old timey shit, man. It doesn't happen anymore. Uh-huh. I get really pumped up when people, people who aren't from Montana, think we're all like, you know, just as conservative as like Alabama is. Mm. I tell them that we're kind of like a strange, you know, mm. we really are kind of interesting. And I was, like, well, is your, I just imagine your dad being like super conservative, and my dad's actually a liberal voter a union, man. Right, and they don't... People don't really understand the union thing. Yeah. Because my dad's almost like a, a single-issue guy. Mm. It, not necessarily, but... Um, like, because he's socially liberal. But as far as unions go, like, he will do anything for that union. Like, he will. And th- that's really rare these days that a union's good enough for people to feel that way. You know, I think unions... I mean, Mm -hmm. if you look at, like, a map of income inequality and Mm -hmm. union declines, it's, like, you know, it's absurd how it mirrors each other. Right. But, and I love that, like, that's the thing, you know. My dad doesn't even own guns, Mm. (laughs) which is, it's so funny, you know. I own guns. I own a ton of guns. I love shooting guns. It's the shit. I have Mm -hmm. a concealed weapons permit. Like, I carry a firearm literally every single place I go that it's legal. Oh, yeah. Only place I don't carry one's base, because you can get, like, a felony... For that, but I have a, a Glock 26 on my person, 100 percent of the time that I'm allowed to. Yeah, and I don't think that I mean, obviously I don't need it all the time, but I, I like guns, man. You know, and if I can legally have one all the time, everyone should be thankful, because I'm pretty careful with guns. Yeah, you know, I understand well, that's you. I, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I understand that it that like policy is not necessarily like universalized. Right. Yeah. But that's me personally. I'm very safe with guns.
0: There's a whole the thing with the gun debate. And I don't really care about getting into that really.
1: But yeah, like... yeah. Well, I don't care. I'm not a huge I mean I, sure. I like the owning guns, yeah. but like there's we don't need some mm. guns. Yeah. I mean for
0: fun or whatever. Yeah,
1: I like I own World War II rifles and I love to have them. Mm. Like for the historical shit of them, I own a 1939 like Russian World War II rifle, and it's got the hammer and sickle, you know, on it, and I think that's cool as shit. And I own my grandpa's World War II rifle, and I think that's cool as shit, too. Mm -hmm. And, uh, then I just own me, like, you know, a handgun or two that I keep on me in case someone's in trouble, which they're never gonna be in, but...
0: Well, so there's this whole thing that I always think of, like, with guns, and, like, even when you say, like, Mm -hmm. uh... I think people are going to be glad that I have a gun. Oh yeah. There's this RoboCop idea that humans in a like a situation of like where a gunman pops up, mm-hmm. that you can be like, "Oh, mm, target threat." <laughs>
2: That's no, right. I promise
1: you as someone who carries one everywhere, like I would rather get the hell out of there and for myself See, than I come back you... and, you know, yeah. uh, use it.
0: I'd rather if I had a, a way to get out of there, I'm going to take that. Sure. I think you're unique that way cuz a lot of people like this is something that Delillo talks about in like White Noise mm-hmm. and where like when you have a gun all of a sudden you feel really powerful because you can mm-hmm. just like kill somebody with a push of a button yeah but what comes with that is like all of a sudden you're bringing a whole new thing to the table mm-hmm. that like you should be afraid of too, because it can go wrong just as many ways as it right. can go right. You know, mm-hmm. and I think that's something that you're recognizing, but that a lot of people right. don't recognize. Like, I think your th- sentiment that you'd rather run than shoot is what not a lot <laughs> of gun people would say, because they'd say like, "No, I got this gun so I can oh, stand up." to I you. promise you, I'm course. better at running than shooting. Right, <laughs> and totally.
1: that that and I mean. But, That's just how it should be. That should be a last resort. That's why I I laugh when there's people, like, on YouTube who are about, like... There's, like, whole channels devoted to concealed carry practices. Mm. And they're like, you have to keep it. You know, there has to be a round load in the chamber at all times. Oh, God. And they're like, and you have to carry extra magazines. Oh! And my my way of looking at it is I have the smallest, like, Glock that you can buy. Yeah. Just so... Because it's not uncomfortable. And, (laughs) you know, and I'm like, I have a gun with ammo on my person. It's never there's never one in the chamber. Mm. I mean it's always in the magazine. That's insane, man. But there's never one in the chamber. And That's I,
0: number 1 rule Right, dealing with guns.
1: Right. And uh and my I never even keep the trigger in a uh, a cocked uh manner. You know, yeah. I I keep the trigger trigger's not engaged, no ammo in the chamber. So if I cocked it, you know, there would be but Otherwise, no. And the way I look at it is that's good enough. Sure. If something goes down and I can't run away, I still have that backup plan. You don't need a bunch of
0: magazines and shit.
1: If I can't hit someone with like seven or eight, I don't yeah. even know what my gun is like. Twelve, maybe, but you know, I if that doesn't scare someone away, my I carry a gun mostly for deterrence. If someone, sure. you know, I don't want to shoot my gun. <laughs> Never. Why would I want to... Right. You know, I can't believe the, the amount of people that are like, if I saw someone on my property, I'd tell you what, I'd fucking have 12, uh, 12 rounds right. And they' would be like, no. <laughs> I don't want to... I would prefer this. to just show it and never have anything All come right. of it or just leave it, right. given the opportunity. But... uh you know it, it's the difference is that I enjoy guns, I like to have them. I like to shoot them I like to uh fuck around with them right you know if you don't, then I don't understand you know why that's a problem. you just you know don't carry one
0: sure and, but then there's know, this there's a legitimate thing you see this as somebody who sees like left and right sides mm-hmm. both like I was in a bar and I had a gun pulled on me actually. what yeah it was crazy, no this shit I came in, and I don't know, he was like kind of hispanic Native American and not mm-hmm. to be racist all right you yeah know, like but it was here. what it was, yeah was what it was, and it was a fucked up, like, native. And I actually sympathize a lot with, like, Hispanic natives around here. Uh, wherever, absolutely. Like, because it's so white, and, like, I yeah. think they're so fucked and all this stuff. So I was willing to give this guy the benefit of the doubt. <laughs> yeah. I was, like, sitting at the bar with my friend, and I noticed this guy just, like, looking at us kind of weird. And we were having, like, a conversation. I was very aware that we were coming off as, like, kind of yuppies. Bastards, yeah. White dudes hanging out at... A bar, and it's actually a white bar. We yeah. Where are you the, at? The well, the Monty, Monty, downtown in Billings here. Yeah, really. Yeah. Like I said, it doesn't really surprise me. Yeah. If it's Billings. No, right. I we'll take, another we'll take the last one. Oh, is that it?
2: That's it. We're oh, Okay.
0: But yeah. So we're sitting there talking about some of our feelings and shit, and this guy's looking at us, and I'm feeling insecure because we're talking about our feelings in the first place, and uh. But I'm also keeping an eye on this guy, and eventually he comes over to us, and he's like kind of teetering at this point, <clears throat> and I'm like, okay, this is kind of weird, like this guy's pretty fucked up, I don't yeah. know, I'm always, like, as much as I drink, I still get uneasy about people when they're drinking heavy, you know, like, somebody can kind of do Me anything. too, because I know I can handle it, but I don't know about right. Junior over here it's across the like bar. or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. But, so he comes up to us, he starts talking to us, and... Uh, my He had some tattoos on his knuckles <laughs> And my friend Grant Who's just kind of like This good old boy folk You know Grant but I love Grant Singer, songwriter, church boy He has been So he's like Oh, that's right Real straight type of dude and, Yeah um, He's like, hey But friendly So he's like Well, what do, what do your knuckles say, man? And he says they say you're a faggot, and we're like, oh, God, okay, wow, okay, <laughs> <He's not laughs> a bitch then. <laughs> uh-huh. And we weren't looking to, like, start anything yeah. thing with yeah. the drunk guys, so it was like... I couldn't even imagine a scenario where that would have been the case, you know, like, mm-hmm. obviously you guys weren't
1: causing any trouble.
0: Right, and then we also didn't want it to be like, hey, man, because Grant is somebody, and we're both this way, where, like, if somebody says something fucked up, or, like, in that bar before, some old geezer came in and said something about how it was a nigger bar, because there were... <laughs> Like Black people yeah. in there And we were like Fuck you We bought yeah, We bought ridiculous. the people Like shots And we're like Yo We got you And we ended up Chatting with them And stuff <laughs> But um So we didn't say anything In this case Because it was like This guy was alone Yeah, he's we he acting weird So I was like Ha 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 He said faggot Usually we'd yeah. say like Hey man that's not cool Or Yeah bad, or but bad. So we were there And Grant was like Well I have to take a piss So he left And it was just me And the dude at the bar And He's like talking to me kind of or I'm trying to small talk with him or yeah. something and he like his finger in his pocket and, like he had this vest on with a bunch of pockets on it and he like pulls out this little 357 I'm like, "Oh, dear." And he kind of makes fun of me. He's like, "Oh, dear." Like, I don't know, kind of wake, make it fun of oh, no, whiteness yeah. or something. It
1: sucks to have a gun pulled on you. What do you know? Yeah. <laughs>
0: <It's> like, <laughs> what the fuck are you going to do, yeah. right? And, like, you could see him just doing this thing of, like, oh, fucking, wh- what are you going to do now? What, and, you've never had a gun pulled on you before? Right, and which is, you know, fucking fine. I'm not, like, <laughs> mad at this guy per se, even. I'm just like, oh, fuck, this person is, like, really drunk. Like, his eyes were doing the really yeah. drunk thing, and... Like, I've heard people call it shark eyes, where they're just fucking gone. And,
2: yeah, yeah. And I was like,
0: and this guy has a gun. I was waiting for him to start pointing it at me, like, right. through his pocket and fuck with me. And I was like, oh, dear. And then he put it back away, and then we're like... Or I asked him, like, well, what are you going to do with that? He's like, <laughs> and he didn't really say anything. Yeah, and, what, are you going to kill me because I'm in a bar? Right. <laughs> and so I pulled it back out, and... Or he... Sorry, he pulled it back out. At that point, I was like, all right, I got to get the fuck out of here. This guy's, mm. like, not going to stop with this. So I like walked down the bar. I was like, all right, excuse myself from him. Like, I'm gonna grab a cigarette and like go have a smoke. And so walked down the bar and like hid behind while I told the bartender, like, yo, that guy just pulled a fucking gun on me. Like, no, I going to take care of him. But that's the thing, right? Where like, and of course you can't stop the flow of guns now that they're out in there. But right, there's a yeah. legitimate thing about like, um, people might be a little too crazy to be entrusted with. Yeah, especially with like how fucking prevalent alcohol is in our in our culture. Right. And, how greedy people are and I agree there's nothing about human nature that says they should allow us to
1: carry that kind of firepower Mm -hmm. around but you know it it is it is what it it is is at this point right and so I agree with you on on that (laughs) that that, you know obviously Junior uh, the guy you just described should not own a firearm Mm -hmm. you know and, you know, for all we know, he probably, maybe he isn't even allowed to legally, you know? Maybe he is. I don't think he is. It, it, you know, yeah, I would assume that Can someone like that, it's not obviously not his, obviously not his first time yeah. doing something like this.
0: No, and they knew at the bar, they knew him, like, oh, fucking this guy, like, alright, well, we're yeah. gonna kick him out. And yeah, I've never... He probably wasn't serious about any. you know, he just, like, fucked up and wanted to go do something weird, and... That was it, but you know, right. like that's the fact not, that it, it was still there, your
1: so. life being in danger, like, was not worth that. That yeah, fun. I mean, even
0: yeah. as he was a finger in the gun, I was like, is this guy going to accidentally point it at me and like twitch his right. finger and shit? Or, right. and that's what's so scary about guns is that all of a sudden you could just change yeah. the whole system. And, I
1: almost think that,
0: like, I like I have my concealed weapons permit, and all I needed to do was
1: have a military ID for it. Mm. Uh, what you know? Usually, that's fair. You know, I mean, I would assume that like ninety-eight percent of military people have been trained on how mm. to use a handgun. You know, I have been. You know, so I, I mean, that's cool for me. But at the same time, it's like I'd be happy to take some sort of exam, mm. or you know, even just to uh, to own a gun. You know, like sure. I'd love to. I'm always gonna own guns, you know. And so if, and I. What feel about like,
0: even just like a basic psychological exam? Well, that, that's right? what
1: I'm saying. Like anything they come up with, like if I can't pass that, like
0: you don't need a gun. <laughs> yeah, that's
1: what I'm saying. Like if I was worried about passing a psychological exam mm-hmm. for owning a weapon, mm-hmm. you know, like I'd be like, Jesus Christ, what's
0: wrong with me? Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'd it's be not happy you, to that's a problem, right? It's like right rednecks or something who are like. Oh, yeah. Skeeter couldn't get a gun because he couldn't <laughs> pass. That, yeah, he couldn't pass. Oh. He wouldn't give him one. What's up, Dad? I
1: met uh, a house that fills a uh, house sitting in Briarwood to stand in the hot tub, but I should be home before too long. I won't be here much longer. What's uh? What's for dinner? Oh, hell yeah. When are you thinking about uh, getting those on the table? Okay, I'll be home. Yeah What time is it anyway Six-ish Okay uh, Maybe I won't then I'll probably be home A, a little bit late Word Okay I will But Nice Smoked chicken Ooh Um, But yes I agree Like I, I am in the Well I don't I wouldn't want to say minority But you know Like I understand The, the safety Ramifications of that shit Mm-hmm. More so than your everyday dare looked in a bar in Billings, Montana.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I had to pull a gun on one person. You had to flash it at him. Well Yeah, I didn't have to like pull it on him. But yeah. There were people robbing my. Looks like they were attempting to rob my neighbor's house like four in the morning. This is oh. hilarious because I was drunk. I came home just blasted, you know, and I just saw them. Pull a Yui in my cul-de-sac and stop right by the old ass neighbor's house you know and like three of them ran up to the front door and one of them ran to the truck and were like trying to jar the door open and I was like son of a bitch I was like no way like my whole life my dad said like no one's ever dumb enough to rob this neighborhood at the end of a dead end street why would you do that Mm -hmm. and I was like that's true and I was like son of a bitch I'm seeing it happen right now (laughs) and I had my gun in my car it's legal I didn't even have a permit but in Montana you can have it in your car Mm -hmm. I had it and I was like it's like are you kidding? Am I, do I have to do this right now? And so I kind of like, you know, I wouldn't want to say sneak up on these people because I'm not sneaky when I'm mm-hmm. sober. And I was like, you know, trashed. And I was just like, kind of walking towards them and they saw me and they're obviously young, mm-hmm. you know. And I'm mm-hmm. like somewhat of a larger feller. Yeah. And they were like, "Fuck this." And they kind of mm-hmm. stood there and looked at me and I cocked the gun. Oh, like shit. as fast as I could just to make it vibe cuz I know you can to make a sound, sound. Vibe, just yeah. And I was like, "Get the fuck out of here." Mm-hmm. And these kids barreled out mm-hmm. of there. You know, it, it's only... <laughs> I only say this because I knew for a fact, like, as soon as I saw it happen, I was like, I am not even putting my finger yeah. even close to the trigger. Mm-hmm. I was like, I'm not shooting someone tonight. I don't mm-hmm. even care if they come at me with a machete. Mm-hmm. I'm not shooting someone. Mm-hmm. But I was like, I'm going to scare the absolute shit out of these The cans. scary
0: thing about guns and, right, like, part of the whole thing about, like, when we say just about gun control in general like mm-hmm. well what's done is done like part of the game about guns is once they've been brought to the table
2: yeah
0: like then it's like no going back so yeah. like sure you could do that and say mm-hmm. that that's like a cool instance of you having a gun but right. what if like, i didn't
1: need a gun to do that to be or, to,
0: for your point like i did
1: not need a gun i could sure have just could have been like with, hey
0: motherfuckers, with my bare hands here. and i yeah. probably could have like You know, not scared them as bad, but I still probably caught one of them. Well, most thieves don't want to be caught. Like, they don't want contact. So, like, just having a person be like, hey, is enough to deter them and get them away.
1: I I just, at that time, you know, I was like, I
0: I want to put the fear of a uh, god in these people. They don't fuck with my neighbor. Right, but my point is, like, how much, like, I would be really sorry if you did that. And then all of a sudden you found yourself in a gunfight. Like, <laughs> what happens if you pull a gun and they have a gun? Mm-hmm. Like, all of a sudden it's a way higher <laughs> <Shit>. game than <laughs> if, like, you would have just stepped out of the car and been like, Hey, fuck you, get out of here, you shouldn't be fucking, yeah. like, I see you. And that's, like, all that right. people need. They just don't want to be seen. No, you know, you're probably... And then you would have been yeah. killed no, just you're, because you brought out a gun. No, yeah, you're right. And they right. would have rather just run, and kill You're right. No, I, I was
1: lucky, you know, if they, yeah. if they were actually, you know... And I think I Even drunk me Was rational enough To say there's no way These guys Because it was obvious They were teenagers Mm. You know And I was like There's no way These guys are You know (laughs) Crazier than me (laughs) Sure But they could have been Right You know And I was lucky That they weren't
2: right? Right I
1: could see they were You know Young
0: And just immature Right And uh But yeah you're right You're right I don't disagree at all but that's the trouble, too, is like they might have shot you if you had a gun or not. Like, if they mm-hmm. got spooked and yeah, and you were saying, Hey, get out of here, and they're like, Oh, fuck. And then one of them shot you in the mm-hmm. leg or shot you somehow, and you died. Like, yeah, and that's the problem. It's like as soon as one party has guns, as soon yeah, as one party oh, yeah. like breaks that Shits ice, all jacked and it's up, it's all jacked. Yeah,
1: I uh, I was pretty sick about it. Like Dan, I know Dan, oh? Dan, Dan was really proud of me, I stuck out. uh... <laughs> I waited like hours and hours after that, (laughs) underneath my dad's SUV. (laughs) I was like, Mm. "Come back!" (laughs) No shit. (laughs) It was like the most Navy SEAL shit I'll ever do. (sighs) Uh, But it was funny. I I, I was sending Dan video uh, updates on Snapchat. It's like, "Yo, Dan, this shit just happened." (laughs) That's awesome. uh, Yeah, I was like, I was like, "Dude, Dan, if these fuckers come back, I swear to God, I got this place booby trapped."
0: I'm going to turn this off.
1: But that's also because, uh, you know, I'm just sick, and, you know, I thought that'd be funny. All
0: right, say bye.
2: Goodbye.
0: We did it. Well, that does it for this episode of Waste Books Appendix, number three, with Brian Nichols, the Navy pilot. Hope that was at least mildly entertaining. Um, again, if you're interested in checking out more stuff, uh, we have podcasts and much more at waste-division.org. And if you want to sign up for monthly art deliveries for a small subscription fee, go to patreon.com waste division. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N. Thank you, and we'll see you next time.
2: According to the songs that I read through Smiles, lips and teeth in single file. Teenage love's a burning trial. My first flame was a wildfire. My first flame was a wildfire. I have blood on both my hands. I was a less than perfect man. Our love was a wreck on the overpass. Both our hearts, the broken glass it sits on the road as the cars roll past.